I'm Timothy Zahn, author of Thrawn, and you're listening to the Escape Podcast. This episode was recorded in front of a live studio audience. One is a Grand Arena specialist from the UK. The other is a Territory Battle Tactician from the US. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. With both having played this game since launch, the one thing we are sure of is that you will be entertained. The Escape Pod Cast, a service of the Escape Pod Castaways. A weekly podcast about the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the network studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Eyre and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of the Escape Podcast. Game crashes are finally being looked at by Capital Games. A little bit of Crankor chatter has some guilds worried. Conquest is about to come to a close. Where are we at? We also dive into things CG has said this past week. Ah yes, our Doja Digest has our interest for matchmaking. And not just in GAC, Neil. And a hint of when we might know more about the next content drop. Fisk joins us for our incoming transmission. We talk to the man with a cat and a fedora who has ruled the hollow tables for a while now. And for those who enjoy the animations for the YouTube and Twitch versions of Helly and the Noob, those are fixed this week. Patreon's choice, all this and breaking news as and if it happens. Right here on the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast news. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Escape Pod Cast. I'm your host, The Nev, and as always, I'm joined by my hetero life partner, Paul. Paul, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, but Neil, just like two weeks ago, happy birthday to you! <laughs> yeah, well, happy birthday to me tomorrow. Well, yeah, t- tomorrow, tomorrow. And, and mine was two days beforehand and all that stuff mm-hmm. when we did it, so, you know... One of us will have a birthday on a show day next week, uh, next uh, year. But nonetheless, thank you so much for joining us this week. Um, I know that you had that we forgot to talk about something last week that you wanted to get. Uh, uh, speaking of uh, things that we forgot to talk about, GA Center, um, our Tuesday slash Wednesday show, Tuesday on regular weeks, Wednesday on the final week of the season. Um, but you wanted to mention something last week, and it totally slipped my mind to throw it to you. So, throwing it to you now. Yeah, um, we we need some we need some scouts, and we need some uh, um, sports reporters. Basically, um, if you've ever watched a match or any kind of sporting event that they all go on at the same time in a league, and you know, usually channels have their reporters, their roving reporters out and about. I'm looking for a couple of roving reporters to take responsibility for literally going to a GAC match, watching it, and then giving us a report. So uh, you'll, get your, uh, you'll get your name in the credits, and you'll get um, a limited access to the GACN server, uh, which has got all of the competitors in, the production crew, the commission. So yeah, we're looking for a couple people. Um, must be committed. It won't actually require a huge amount of time. Um, we, we would literally only need your time on show day. Uh, so it would be a case of uh, around about midday on show day, you'd go into the reports 
find out who hasn't submitted a report, um, and then go and grab a report on them. Whether you're grabbing it off swgoh.gg or whether you're grabbing it from their um, stream, from their the replay of their live stream, or if they don't stream but they, you know, record and then post with commentary. Uh, yeah, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for somebody to come up with a report so that Ranger and I have 30 to 60 seconds uh, of uh, uh, color commentary on all of our competitors because ever since we started season two and we increased the number of competitors that we cover in the league uh, it has been um not a struggle uh, but every now and then swgoh.gg takes has taken a little bit extra time to produce people's previous week and when people don't do a report that's where we get our data from and as you can imagine i've got three hours three to four hours of um um pre-production to do for each of the show and then writing a report sometimes it, it cuts it a little bit fine so if you want to if you're interested and you want to be a member of the production crew uh you would answer to um the uh um moderator the moderator of the galaxy toyota he's our chief scout uh so um you'd have your own little you know place on the server so yeah get in touch with us if you're interested in becoming part of the ga center production team and there we there go. go. Little a, a unique opportunity for all of our uh, all of our awesome listeners. So, all right. Well, it since it's your birthday, Neil. Mm -hmm. Um, what topic do you want to tackle first? Whatever, whatever, whatever comes, whatever comes to mind. Um, we're, we're, there's a couple things that we can talk about this week. Uh, obviously, we've got the end. We've got the uh, you know tail end, Charlie regarding the conquest okay let's um, start let's go ahead we can start with conquest what have we got left there's like two days left yeah it's um i believe it's uh two and a half days left two as of the recording left. of yeah. this um what we'll do is um you know i was i'm happy to report that on my only account i'm not an alt maniac like you are on my account I got the red box. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be getting the maximum amount of razor crest shards, as well as uh, as as well as the five that were supposed to apparent or f four or five that we're getting at the end because there was supposed to be razor crest shards on a scavenger node. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, uh, I don't have the red box. Um, I on my main account, I only got as far as the tier six box. Um, I I'm just not in a position to be able to complete as many feats. So I I, I kind of got to the end. Obviously, JML defeated JML, um, and I did that a couple of days ago. And I've just been going back through the sectors on my main account uh, every single day, looking at oh, I only got one of three of that, or I only got two of three of that. Thanks for the. Thanks for the uh, the biddies, Dr. Feelgood. Um, so, yeah, so I, I've just been going over and trying to get those. I, I was trying to get the extra few just so that I could get over the tier six guild. Sorry, the tier six um, rewards. And I did that. So I kind of left that and I'm working on the others. Now, my second alt account, I've only been able to do. Um, I've only been able to get to um, uh, uh, sector four, but I've. I've I've let the stamina build up, so I should be able to make it in a sector five on that. 
The Pom Pom Tastic account, though, the three and a half, uh, the three point seven mil account, uh, and the baby account, the one that's only two point six mil GP, really struggled, really, really struggling on them. Cannot get past Revan at the end of sector three. Cannot get past him at all. Um, now on my main and my main olds, I just blasted through that with my JKL squad. Just it's so much. E but. That, that my main squads on those two accounts are JKR, Darth Revan, and CLS. I don't really have anything else powerful enough to be able to make it past the Darth Revan. So uh, I know what I need to do, but those two lower accounts, they're both under 4 mil GP as well. Uh, so yeah, th those ones cannot make it past uh, Sector 3. But if you've got JKL, um, yeah, you, you can definitely make it all the way to Sector 5. So uh, yeah, I... Um, okay. I very much enjoyed it so you've got uh, the um you said you did finish it with two right yeah yeah well i I've, I've finished it on my main i haven't quite finished it on my main alt which is what do you think you're going to oh yeah yeah i will I i've already okay. got past uh i already made it past the um the sector four boss i i already made it past uh, c so i just need to go through the nodes because that account is currently only at... It hasn't quite reached the tier 5. So I'm hoping that by the time I've got from the beginning to the end of Sector 5, I'll be up around tier, tier 6 rewards on that account. Do you... Are you going to go for hard mode on the main? Or are you going to stay in normal? Oh, no, I'm staying in normal. I'm 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 stay I'm staying in normal, and the reason why I'm staying in normal is because sector one, um, uh, sector one is a theory crafter's dream. Sector one is a theory crafter's dream, um, because they're all gear twelve, but they've got their modifiers, they've got their in-game modifiers, which makes them a little bit harder. So I'm th I, I think of it in terms of, so let's say it is um, gear twelve geos. Right, I, I look at it and I think, okay, so with the modifier, it makes them a little bit tougher. It's like fighting Relic Geos or First Order or, you know, so think of all of those factions with the modifier at Gear 12. It's almost like fighting a Relic. So I'm going to stick with the normal because you can remove all of your modifiers. You can unequip all of the data cards and test various different teams against various different factions. So I, I, that's one of the reasons why I like it. And all it's costing you is energy and stamina. Um, but I've been doing that on my main. Um, I have been playing with that on my main um, in Sector 1 um, after I've, you know, because I'm done. I, I've gone as far as I can. I'm not messing around with it anymore. So for the last, you know, every now and then I, I go in and test various different teams in Sector 1 because it is, it's not perfectly like a sandbox, but... It's not far off, so I've been using it to test team compositions for Grand Arena Championships. So you are not... So even though you can... Even though the rank, box one rewards on hard mode are just as good as the max box in normal mode, mm -hmm. you are not going to go there. You're not in this no, for no. the rewards at all. The, the, yes. You, you, you'll get the first reward box if you complete every single feat of Sector 1 of hard. So if I don't get every single feat, if I, let's say hypothetically, I can't get past that boss, right? 
if I don't get past the boss, I'm not going to get the necessary um, points needed to get that first box. And I don't want to waste two weeks going for that first crate and just coming up short because I can't complete all of the feats. Because you've got to complete all the feats to get that first. Sector 1, you've got to complete them all, haven't you? Or does, do you not need to even get to the first boss? I that I don't know. Um, yeah, because no, there no, might be different I, levels of stuff. If 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 I was a seven and a half million account, yeah, sure, I'd be going for hard. You know, if if I was if I had Loki's account, yeah, sure, I'd be going for hard. I don't know. I've got a five mil GP account on my main. I know I can get all the way to sector five. I can't beat the sector five boss, but I'm going to get a lot more enjoyment out of conquest if I've got five sectors to play around with and have fun with and go for data cards. I'm not going to have any fun in hard because best case scenario for me is I do sector one, maybe get stuck on sector two. Um, and it's just going to be like over the top OP. So uh, I, I'm, I'm probably going to stick around and have fun. with. I might try it on my main alt. So I'm going to keep my main account in normal. My main alt is like 4.6, 4.7 mil GP. It's got a JKL in it as well. So maybe I'll try that account. Maybe I'll, I'll leave my main in the... Um, maybe I'll leave my... No, no, maybe I'll take my main to the hard and I'll leave my main alt in easy and just, you okay. know, compare it out. I was going to say, because I, I definitely want to see what hard's going to be like. Because if I at least get that first box, I am going to be happy. Yeah, no, I'll, 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 split, I'll split it and give it a try because the top 80 GP of my of both those accounts are actually the same you know they're both 1.7 my main alt is at 4.7 mil gp and my main is at 5 mil gp but the top 80 is the same on both those accounts so uh, and and let's be honest for conquest you're pretty much only going to be using your top 80 anyway because they're your best characters and they're your best factions aren't they so um yeah i'm gonna take a to moment see. really quick because a lot of people are joking about uh uh the fact that the uh, territory battle officers are in, are all gathering up for, uh, you know, in the chat right now. Uh, if you're in the Evan Four and you haven't placed your platoons, you need to do that right now. Just, just a quick public service announcement to them. Yeah, um, no, our guild's doing light side GOTB, and I, 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 when I saw it, I was like, oh, for God's sakes, do we have to? I hate it. I, I just, I'd, I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather return to Hoth and get, you know, full stars. It's more fun. A lot more fun. Although I did it's get to two, I did get, I did get to two or four on one of the CMs, which for me is a miracle because I don't normally get past one or four. So uh, yeah, that was nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh man, uh, one thing I did want to mention about conquest, though, Neil, is once people are able to tackle conquest. The fact that they put the Razor Crest, as we've talked about in the past, is kind of a gift to newer players. That Razor Crest is really a good ship. We don't know because we haven't tried it yet. We, okay, we, we are we are we are anticipating. Paper, we're anticipating a good. We're anticipating a good ship. On paper, it looks pretty good. Um, but the the, the one thing you got to remember is yeah sure it's going to have synergy with other bounty hunters but there's there's no synergy with a capital ship 
So whereas Empire ships have synergy amongst themselves and with their capital ship, uh, the Bounty Hunter ships, uh, they don't have any, they don't have a capital ship that they've got any synergy with. So the, the Mando, you know, what the Mando lacks in synergy with a capital ship, we're, I, I guess we're all hoping it makes up for in extra, extra synergy with the, um, you know, with the other Bounty Hunter ships. Well, okay. Let, let's go over the uh, let's go over the kit really quick again, just to explain why I think that this is a catch-up ship for people. It's going to be great for already established people, but it's second unique. It ignores taunt. Yeah, it ignores taunt. It has a bounty hunter-like payout. Um, whenever what is it? Where is it at? Um, forgive me for this. I'm I'm trying to find the exact uh, exact wording on it. But once it does something so many times, okay, the first time allies inflict breach six times while the Razor Crest is active, so it it kind of brings its own contract when it comes out, mm-hmm. and when breach is inflicted six times, which it can do. Xanadu Blood can do, Houndstooth can do, Razorcrest gains 50% extra damage. Um, it gains, uh, and all active bounty hunter allies gain extra offense, a quarter extra offense, 25 speed for the rest of the battle. Real quick, Malbloom, thank you very much for the follow, and a name that I love to see. Boss Livewire, the first person I ever talked to on Discord about SWGOH, has has followed us. Thank you very much, Boss Livewire. Absolute pleasure to see you. Thank you so much. And also, that puts us at 956 followers on Twitch, Neil. Come on, 44. 44 more followers before my birthday ends tomorrow. (laughs) We'd love to see that. We really would. Um, so it's going to be a while before anybody stealth, gets the Razor Crest, though, unless they start selling them in packs as well. Okay. When it enters battle, when you call it as a reinforcement, it gains stealth for two turns, inflicts ability block, which can't be evaded or resisted. It can be dispelled, but it um, um, puts ability block on there. I mean, this thing, it's its a two-ability ship that brings its own contract. It's going to be a game-changer. I'm calling it now. Well, we, you know, we shall see. Uh-huh. Literally, I mean, we're going to have, we're just going to have to wait and see. We're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, I don't think it's going to be as, you know, game-changing as, say, for example, the Millennium Falcon. Um... I don't think it's good because the Millennium Falcon had synergy with um, Home One, so and and that's why that's why I'm hesitant to say it's going to be a game-changing ship because it does not have a capital ship to get extra synergy from. So uh, I, I still think the Bounty Hunters are going to get absolutely mollywopped by Malevolence fleets. Um, I think they're just going to get chewed up and spat out by um, Mill fleets, and uh, you know. You know, in the vacuum of space, they're going to be burnt to death, burnt to a crisp by uh, Empire fleets. So, uh, 
Yeah. So my first order team can beat a negotiator. I think using Thrawn's ship, as they recommend, with the bounty hunters, it'll end up being a good uh, counter to the Malevolence. Ability, calling ability block to stop the um, stop the AOE bombs from hyena bomber is going to be good. Yeah, my hyena bomber gets stunned all the time, and I still win. So ability block, stun, still missing the turn. It's still going to come back afterwards, and you're forgetting that the malevolence can cleanse it. So yeah, sure. Um, an ability block on the hyena bomber. Great. I'll just wait. Click. Cleansed. That's why I don't think them. That's why I don't think it's going to be that effective against um, malevolence. I don't think it's going to be. Um, I, I'm. We'll, we'll wait and see. I. I just fear that they've put a good kit on a ship um, that has no synergy with a capital ship. That's my. That's my. My big fear. So far. <laughs> that's yeah i mean they might you know it'd be nice if they uh you know be nice if they used there's a there are some bounty hunters out there with capital ships i mean Terek booster from the extended universe had a bright red star destroyer <laughs> so they could always do that from the they could always throw in a, a bounty hunter you know you've, you've there's this talon card he was a he had a capital ship he was a bounty hunter so th there are plenty of bounty hunters in um, Star Wars lore um, with capital ships that they could introduce into the game simply to give the Bounty Hunter faction a capital ship to work with. But um, uh, wh when was the last time they just randomly threw a ship in that had absolutely no synergy with with capital ships or well, synergy with anything really? Uh, I think the last time they did that with Car was Carthanassi's ship. Ebon Hawk. That was the last time we got like just a random ship thrown in that doesn't have synergy with anything. But I use that in my malevolence. Oh yeah, uh, no. It, it ha I'm not saying it doesn't have its uses. It has a lot of uses because it's a decent ship. Um, but what I mean is it's it was a ship that they not cobbled it together. Obviously they didn't cobble it together. They put it together well um, and threw it into the game. But they threw that ship a one-off ship into the game and it didn't have any synergy with any other ships or with a capital ship. And that's my concern with the Razor Crest is that they've given it a great kit, but without that, you know, without that top cover um, and the extra bonuses and, you know, the bonus mechanics that you get from the synergy between a faction, a capital ship, that's my only concern. But we'll wait and see. Uh, it, it depends how long it takes for somebody to get the damn thing unlocked because in the store, it says 145, but from the interview that was given to uh, um, Operation Metaverse, they said that it activates at two stars. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Not to mention the fact that they forgot to put the shards, the purchasable shards from the Jawa nodes in Conquest. They forgot to put them there. But we did get notification on that, that, you know, everybody that's over level 85 is going to get X amount of Razorcrest shards because they forgot to put that in the game. Bo Bodhi is saying the Sith fighter doesn't have sy much synergy. Yep, no, the the Sith, yep, Sith fighter and the Sith bomber, they both came out at the same time and they didn't have a capital ship to get synergized with. But they do have synergy with other fighters, with other Sith fighters. So they've, they've got synergy with Maul, they've got synergy with Vader. 
The Peltmobile. The Peltmobile. They've got synergy with that. So at least those ships have synergy with the other ships. Maybe not necessarily the capital ship, but they've got, you know, synergy with other, you know, with other ships. So you you are going to try hard along with me. Uh, that's that's kind of what I've I've taken away uh, from this. Try what? You're gonna you're gonna try hard on conquest. Oh yeah, conquest is a conquest is a an immensely, uh, uh, you know, an immensely um, enjoyable and entertaining mode. Like I said, it's it's it, it depends on what your what your account levels at as to how much fun you have on it. You know, right? And the RNG makes it either fun or not fun. If you're getting, like I said before, last week, if you get all the awesome data cards, you are having a whale of a time with Conquest. You are going to have an absolute blast. But if all you're getting are crap data cards, it's a struggle. You're like, oh, this team should be winning. Why is it not winning? And then you look at your data cards and you're like, crap, crap. Stop giving me green and white ones. Give me some damn blue data cards. <laughs> you know, that's well, what you want. I, I went through the entire thing. I went through the entire normal node with white and green uh of the leader leader resolve or whatever it was mm -hmm. yeah no um, I, I had that one but i stopped using it i swapped it out for on my main account i have two purples so i've got two four dots one is the um the one when the leader attacks everybody attacks at the same time and i can't remember what the other one was booming voice so it's booming voice and another one that's really really good, and then the four singles are um, deplorables. So uh, yeah, I'm getting forty percent. You know, my turn turns getting <laughs> every time I get debuffs, it's like slap, 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 slap. It's just so much fun. I I don't know if you noticed last week in the interview. Uh, for those that were watching the video version, I started cracking up when Thisk said, um. We when didn't this have this said, on last week. Uh, not this. This is this week when uh, Fatal, the playbook, mm. uh, said C-3PO waves at people and they explode. <laughs> I, I absolutely lost it when when he said that because I've had that happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, there are some just, oh, just, yeah. I had a lot of fun with it on my main, um, you know, the, 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 the caustic one where you get a, a damage over time and burn. Every time they take a turn, that's beautiful. And I also had the one on there where if they're less than 50% health, they instantly die. So that was a fun one as well. Um, uh, I, I only I, got one purple. Huh? I only got one purple. I, I had three. Three purples. But I couldn't... Yeah, I mean, I could. I could have equipped all three because you can have a maximum of 12. So I could have done that. But the purple ones were all based around something the leader... Something the the... the, the 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 character in the leader slot would do so that's why so i only had the two um but um then made it fast and i tried the turn meter thing uh because when you've got gmy you know i would just do a slap and everybody would attack that one slap everyone would attack that one i mean when you're fighting galactic republic and your entire squad finishes with like the tiniest little bit of red it's so funny <laughs> but they never take a turn they never take a turn so the padme teams the 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 cam teams even the gas teams they'd never take a turn and i would just slap over and over and over and over and over again until they were all dead and because using the ability can't kill you it just removes equal damage 
you know, every single time I'm fighting Galactic Republic, they're on, you know, on the red. But you know that that doesn't matter because the energy and protection is replenished. That's one of the other re that's one of the other aspects I like about the game so much is it's the stamina that goes down, the energy that goes down, but your squads are 100% refreshed and replenished from uh, energy and health. Obviously, there's a reduction in the stats from the stamina. It goes from 100% to 90 to 80 to 70 and so on and so forth. But when you've got the right data cards going in with a squad of five at 50% stamina, so they've only got half their stats, it still annihilates squads in sectors three and sectors four. Maybe not so much sector five. I've not been able to win a battle with a squad less that was less than 80% stamina in sector five. Took a lot longer to do sector five, but uh, still, yes, um, very, very enjoyable mode. Um, kicks the arse of galactic challenges, put it that way. I, I'm, I'm, I, I didn't do galactic challenges on two of my accounts at all this week because I was having so much fun in um, conquest. All right, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to open a can of worms here just for anybody that's, uh, anybody that's listening to this afterward. Um, if, if you're, if you're watching on YouTube, um, comment down below if you are listening on podcast swing into our discord server and tell us what you think because Bodhi kind of opened a can of worms here that i think would be really interesting as we throw to break what if they brought data discs to grand arena championships um no <laughs> i kind of am interested in uh seeing what that would uh what that would do but uh, we'll be back after these messages right here on the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. Hotbot and Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Hello friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy, and I approve this message, and am compensated for signups for this service. The world's largest audiobook library is at your fingertips, and the Escape Pod Castaways wants you to try it for free. Head on over to escapepodcastaways.com and click the Going Nerdy offer button to claim a free audiobook and two Audible Originals. Cancel anytime, and it's absolutely free to sign up. Check out Audible and support the Escape Pond Castaways, all for free. See Audible website for details. Restrictions may apply. Podawans, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. 
For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena tracking bot, after show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind the scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P A T R E O N.com, slash the escape pod, and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to the Escape Podcast. This week's Guild Class Find is really special to me. This week is Yavin 4, the guild of me, Paul Anthony of the Escape Podcast, and also the Llama. Yavin 4 can be classified as a serious yet casual guild. They still expect you to get your 600 every day, but they aren't going to micromanage your life to ensure that you do. Getting 18 stars with access to the cam shards in the light side territory battle and 31 stars in dark side. The crew in Yevon 4 know how to play the game in order to squeeze out the best of its members without burning them out. That's not all though. Our guild is also completing the Challenge Rancor Raid. Get those coveted arrow magnifiers with us. Yevon 4 is looking for players of at least 5.5 million who are cam shard ready with their 501st, are friendly, and want to find a place to become the best that they can be. Check out the Escape Pod recruiting link down below in the description, or I'm pretty sure that Hellenix has already posted the quick command in chat. Come play alongside me and the llama, and let's have some fun. Hello, I am Andy Beads, commander of the 506 Procrastination Battalion. And I'm Camp Director Flair of Gaming Embers. We are the officers of the Chain Gang. We're a collection of Twitch streamers that like to stream our Grand Arena Championship battles. In Star Wars Galaxy Heroes. We feature accounts of all sizes. From the large accounts, like Fruit Ninja Mike. To the small accounts, like, well, mine. We have Grand Arena Action for all viewers. With names like The Llama. Ran B. Dr. Zeppers. Mr. Jigabachi. Geek Girl 1980. Rico. Kate Gaming. Flair. Andy Beads. And the Escape Podcast's own The Nev. We bring you continuous game action every day during the attack phase. Check us out and ride the raid chain from streamer to streamer with us. The Chain Gang is proud feature of the Escape Pod Castaways. See you on the chain, ya hosers. The Escape Pod Cast. Um, we're back. It's segment two. So uh, where were well, we? Well, you were you were answering the question that I posed. Yes. Before we... um, yeah. No. Um, it would be uh, uh, putting data cards in Grand Arena Championships would be a disaster. It won't work. It's PvP, not PVE. Okay. It it won't work. It just will not work. It will but destroy. What if you can data card a defense? No. It it will destroy the mode. It will absolutely destroy it. There are already unfair advantages in ga uh, in gac um adding data cards to it would just make make it so much more, it'd, be, it'd be like red stars it would it be like red stars in marvel strike force oh i've got this character and it's got six red stars and nobody else gets it and you can just put that character in any squad and it'll just destroy anything you know, so if you got lucky and you got a data card that made a team so OP that you could apply it to a team, a B team, and watch it smash through a galactic legend, people are going to turn off very, very quickly. Data cards in PvE, brilliant, great, fine. Bring data cards to territory battles if you want, for all I care. But when it comes to PvP, no, 
that we've already got there's already rng um regarding mods because some people have better mods than others so mods is already rng uh, enough rng in grand arena championships for most people that compete and then you've got the algorithm you know you might have the same top 80 but they might have one more one mil 500k to one mil more gp than you which means they've got more reserve teams to do mop-ups and stuff like so you you've got to hit it perfectly and you've got nothing in reserve they can afford to not hit you perfectly and they've got you know a couple of 70 80 90k teams in reserve that aren't inside their uh top 80 so yeah no no data cards for gac it would destroy it it would absolutely destroy it all right well um what else did i have listed here um ah the changes to the crank or let's uh let's get into that let me bring up the discord uh show prep room that we have because i want to make sure that i get this in chronological order correctly and so we were told last week that changes are coming the the crank or will get angrier every two percent but only for that battle no more global global increase um let's see that was oh by the way they also you'll be happy about this crashes are being investigated crashes were being in crashes crashes um uh, crashes are being investigated that means nothing that means absolutely nothing to me they were investigating why people weren't getting joined in gac two years ago and it's still happening so them saying now let's give it two years and then add on to the end of that two years a little bit of extra time because they still haven't resolved the issue with um the, the join not getting sent to the um server despite the fact i have been told if you do a double join effectively join and enter um it um yeah it resolves I'm... it resolves the uh, it resolves the server disconnect issue because that's what's happening you're hitting join the join on your screen yeah it's telling you that you've joined but the the, the information isn't getting sent to the server so if you don't double check and see oh join and you know and like it happened to me twice last week twice um so yeah um there are there are there are issues on the um the dev tracker that have been there for two years so them saying that they're investigating something and actually producing a solution that resolves the issue are two completely different things um sorry to be cynical on this but all you've got to do is look at the dev tracker to see how many issues are on it have yet to be resolved right. so uh, yeah well we have um it was first crumb saying and not crumb doge is saying um these somebody wrote these changes will never affect a rate in progress doja clarified that it was somebody else saying that doja clarified the original post stated there will be an announcement on the release date for the changes several days in advance in order to help guilds coordinate when to launch their raids. I spoke with some of the devs. They said once these changes 
are implemented, it will affect raids, even those in progress. Later, somebody said, expect some flack. Anytime there's been mistakes in platoons, etc., in a territory battle that's running, the party line, this was uh, Dajello Salas um, that said this, the party line has always been, we cannot change an event in progress. I understand that raids and TBs are not the same thing, but John Q. Former likely won't. To which Doja replied, it's extremely difficult slash risky to change an event that's currently ongoing. Raids are different because a guild can launch one at any time. If there were a way around having it affect a raid in progress, I'm sure the devs would have made it happen, but apparently that's not possible in no, this situation. It's not possible. It's not possible. When you're doing a live changeover, they'll be doing all of the scripting or everything independent. So they're not doing live changes to the script to the game on the servers that are actually live. They're doing it um, tangentially they're doing it off and then when they implement it so when they do the live changeover um, guilds may have activated something they may have activated the guild so it, it you know the the new code the new script can affect the game in unknown ways but that is what happens with live changeovers it, there's yeah. nothing you can do about it there's absolutely nothing you can do about it i did a live changeover on a uh, uh, on a Cisco switch once and we informed everybody please log off between this hour and this hour you know we're going to be you know doing a live changeover or integrating some new switches we're going to be putting a new server in please 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 do not log on between these two hours what happened 37 people logged on during that hour and they lost all of the work that they were doing while we were doing the live changeover and I had to go to every single person and say, well, we did ask you not to do it. We were doing a live changer. So, yeah, the problem, we don't know what issues are going to be raised. But I think if people lose rewards or if raids get crashed, they'll, you know, they'll have a log. And they'll have a record of every single guild that had a raid ongoing at the time of the live changeover. And they'll simply give everybody rewards. They'll just, you know, if the, if the raid stops, they'll just give everyone, they'll give everybody well, raid rewards. Instead... I actually made a proposal. Sadly, it has not been uh, it has not been replied to. But this was my proposal, and of course, I put the Tepsi spin on this. I gave the proposal to Doja, saying you should fill everybody's extra crispy Crankor tickets to full when the change is made to allow us to try the new one right away, like we were able to launch the original recipe Crankor right away if we wanted to. If someone got hit by a bug when it changes, they don't suffer the loss of a round of Crankor. They end up being able to go in right away. I I really think that that is what they should do when this happens, when they change it over. Okay, hey guys, you you've run your uh, you've run your challenge Rancor raid. We've made the changes just so you don't lose any progress and you can try it out right away. Here's the tickets. Thoughts? Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> that, tell us what you think. You know, in chat, let us know what you think about that. Uh, uh, down in the comments or on our server when you listen to the show. Tell us. We'd love to hear from you guys. So, all right, let's take a look here. We talked about the Crankor Changes Conquest Exhibition. Ah, speaking of Doja, 
on the SWGOH events server, by the way, praise Sig Sig. Praise Sig Sig. On the server, we... (laughs) Neil, you made me crack up there. Um, We, you know, Doja stops by. He he swings by and, and, and talks with the community, which we love. We love the fact that Doja has been so forward-facing with the players. We talked last week how he kept capitalizing Bo. So a lot of people are thinking that it's, it is, in fact, Bo-Katan, not Boca raton or Boca haram but Bo-Katan. Inside joke there, Neil. Boca Hatan. <laughs> um Boca Katan. Yeah, Boca Katan. Boca Katan. It's just Boca Katan. Um we, we theorized that she's coming to the game. Now, with what Doja said on the server, let me get the exact quote because we want to make sure that we are accurate in our quotes here. Doja originally said to a user by the name of hello there. Do you ever see, see, oh, this was something different. Um, it was, I appreciate that. In fact, the next one I could talk about is he was, he was joking cause he then hit the enter button. So it was like he got cut off later. He says, Oh, look at the time I have to go. But next time, which he usually shows up on a weekly basis. Next time I can finish whatever it was we were talking about. So that to me says next week we are getting a announcement of a new character. It could just be another marquee. It could be a scout trooper. Um, because I I still think that we're gonna get. Uh, I still think uh, it'll be um, Bogotan as a um, epic confrontation. Um, That's what I'm thinking. It's gonna. I, I've been saying that. I've been, I've been saying it since the beginning of the year. Everybody's like, "What GLs are we getting?" It's like we're not getting any GLs this year. It's going to be epic confrontations. We're gonna get two of them, just like we would get two G, you know, two GL events a year, which would be four characters. We're getting epic confrontation. It's as simple as that. Um, that's what I think we're getting. Um, but they need to throw in a couple more marquees um, uh, in order to force people to wail on them uh and gear them up uh, so like the dark trooper i mean the dark trooper is is obviously going to be a character that you need as part of an epic confrontation um and then what they do is they throw a bunch of older characters in there that you might not necessarily have taken up to relic the Gar-Saxon, you know Saxon, isc i see that that because it's an epic confrontation um, hopefully it'll be an epic confrontation, not unlike uh, um, the gas one where you've got four stages and they could do a couple of stages um, from they they could do a, a couple of stages from the rebels and the Clone Wars era and then a final stage uh, from the Mandalorian era, because you've got to remember that, you know, we've got three eras. There, there are three shows that she's a, that, uh, as a character that she is present on. She was there for Rebels. She was there for Clone Wars. Um, and she was there for, um, sorry, Clone Wars, then Rebels, then Mandalorian. So she's there right. for those, she's there for three eras. Um, and that's why I think it's going to be 
characters from those era, you know, era. I mean, some of them, some of them, people are already going to have them relicked up, you know. I mean, they'll they'd, they'd be General Kenobi in there, obviously, you know, but most people have already got them. Um, but they, they, they'll throw characters in there, and then you know, the last one, the Mandalorian one, um, you're going to need Bam, and you're going to need, um, you're going to need Bam, and you're going to need, um, um, armor. Armorer, and you're gonna need the. Um, I think. Uh, I I think to be perfectly honest with you, I I think we'll we'll get maybe one or two more marquees before a Bo-Katan, uh, before a Bo-Katan. So I think we would probably get maybe Scout Trooper. Um, I, I think if they want to make the last one good, I think if they want to make the last stage in order to get Bo-Katan, they need to do uh, Fennec Shan as well. As a marquee character, so that you can so that you can fight um, Moff Gideon in a final stage with Bam and with Cara Dune and with Fennec Shan and with the shiny new character that you're hoping to get, Bo-Katan, and that would be you know stage four of an epic confrontation. I mean, I know I'm putting a lot of eggs in a basket, but you know, uh, I've, I've speculated this stuff before and I've not been far off. I said well, that I said that the I, I I mean I got the the last two GLs right. I said it was going to be Luke Skywalker and either Vader or Palpatine. I just got the Luke Skywalker and the Palpatine from the wrong era. <laughs> I still got the GLs right. I said it was going to be Luke and Vader. Uh, sorry, Luke and Vader and or Palpatine. I just got the era wrong. <laughs> so, uh, by the way, thank you, Holenix, for the uh, shiny nickels that you're throwing. Um, Bodhi also says one marquee, one legendary darks, uh, uh, dark side, and then an epic in June. That's his bet. Yeah, I, I think, I think, uh, I don't think the epic confrontation is going to come until, um, May. I think the epic confrontation will come around, um, the same time that Disney is releasing the Bad Batch, which is May the 4th. So I think we'll get the epic confrontation in May, not June. I think we'll get it a little bit before June because there'll be more hype regarding that show. And, you know, they'll want to drag people to the game. Um, I, so I, I think that's when they'll drop the epic confrontation. So between now and then, a couple more marquees that you have to farm or whale out on um, in order to be ready for whatever epic confrontation match it is because... I, I will I will go for that on my main account. I will definitely go for that. I'd go for that. I people say, why haven't you gone for gas yet? Yeah, I can't be asked to go for gas. Plus my is is Starfighter still only at six stars, so <laughs> All right. So the other thing that we wanted to talk about, um, that we teased in the open, is there may be a new balance coming to uh matchmaking. Um, so I was saying earlier, hello there says, Doja, do you ever see CG trying to correct the territory war al matchmaking algorithm to prevent severe mismatches that can look like sandbagging? Because in Yavin 4, territory wars is encouraged, but we're not, we don't make it mandatory. Yeah, same with my guild. It's not mandatory. Um... And Doja replied, this is something I have definitely surfaced to them, and I think it'll get some love. I just don't know when. 
I have also raised the words surrounding GAC, and I think that would be more likely to get done first. Again, I don't know when. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, you know, Territory Wars popularity has waned considerably um, to a lot of people. Really, really has. Um, oh my so, gosh, I just saw JJ Manners. JJ Manners with a bunch of gifted subs. Thank you, JJ. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, d d you know, if they made Territory Wars interesting again, um... It, it it would be it would be cool. I mean, I I, I think that they should just simply apply um, uh, Grand Arena Championship rules to Territory Wars. So uh, you know you you can get extra banners for undersized and stuff like that. Yeah, and and you know it 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 can be um, a lot more interesting. The Territory Wars can be a lot more interesting because um, you could do solos and you could do duos if that's what you want to do. Um, and I think it would make it more interesting and more competitive because you, you'd stop seeing all of those, you know, you'd stop seeing GL walls because people would be like, well, screw it. Let's just keep all of our GLs so that we can like, if we've got like 80 GLs, that's 80 matches that we can pretty much solo to get higher banner scores. Um, and people will go, you know, all offensive. So, yeah, I mean, they need to do something. I, I think just doing a fix to stop the... Um, the sandbagging issue isn't going to be enough to bring people back to wanting, really, really wanting to do territory war. Uh, thank you, Cascade, for the shiny nickel. Dr. Feelgood, 100 bits. If somebody does another 100 or a sub within, uh, somebody else does another 100 or a sub, we will get a uh, hype train going into this uh, commercial break coming Ooh, up in a moment. Choo choo. <laughs> choo choo. Come on, let's get a hype train for Neil's birthday. Hmm. <laughs> That'd I be just, a lot. I just want to. I just want to. I'm just going to get myself a full bottle of bourbon. And I know you said you're going to stream tomorrow. I'm going to stream from. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in the end. But I will be streaming uh, before dinner, and then. Um, yeah, then I, you're gonna... I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be doing it until the evening anyway. Yeah, I wouldn't be so. doing it until the evening anyway. I'd be doing my. I'd, I'd do it like I always. I've always done it before. Um, it'd be towards the end of the evening because I'll be going out for dinner first. Going for a birthday steak first, and then when I get back, um, then I'll come down and crack open some bevies and mmm, yeah, not not lemmings though, not 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 lemmings. It won't be lemmings. <laughs> no, no lemmings no, tomorrow. No lemmings, no lemmings. I might do some Super Mario Kart. We'll we'll see how see how I feel. <laughs> I've got super. I've got um. I've got Retro Arch on Steam, so uh, you know, I really really fancy doing some stuff on Steam. See what that comes up like. There's the hype train. <laughs> there, yeah, Hellenics with twenty shiny nickels, making uh making it uh, start a hype train. Thank you for that. So, um, let's go ahead because we got Fisk coming up after this. Mm -hmm. Let's see what they can do during this commercial break. See if they can get this hype train going for for a while here. Um, and coming up after the break, we'll talk to one of the original streamers of this game who's still going. And is still amazing, the one and only Fisk, right after these messages, right here on the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. Hello, Escape Padawans. It is the Llama here to remind you that the Escape Pod castaways are on social media. 
we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, you can catch us on YouTube and on Twitch every week streaming Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, Lego Legacy Heroes Unboxed, your favorite new Galaxy of Heroes show, GA Center, and so much more. Come catch us on the web. Are you a member of Team Paul or Team Neil? Maybe you prefer story time with the llama, or dabble in the buttery side of the force with Biscuit Weasel. Or maybe you like the escape pod talents from down under, like Heinze and Scotty. No matter who you support, you can get one of my designs from the Escape Podcast merch store. Just go to escapepodcastaways.com, click on the merch link, and it will take you to the Tee Public site where you can support me, Mrs. Anthony, also known as Critty K. Also be sure to check out the Mrs. Anthony Shirts channel on the Escape Podcasts Discord server weekly to vote for my latest shirts in the Design Derby on Woot. Links for both of these are down below. Thank you for supporting the Escape Pod. Heinze from the ANZGC is officially a member of the Escape Pod Castaways. Make sure you go and search for Heinze on YouTube today because he live streams a lot of his GAC content and not only does he do that, he also does some pretty fun videos from time to time including a behind the screen and also streaming Jedi Fallen Order. Ah, and from time to time, this idiot might drop by. Head on over and check out Heinze today on YouTube, a part of the Escape Pod Castaway Network. The Escape Pod, cast for kids. It's really cool. Hello, Escape Padawans, and welcome back. The Llama here. Now, Storytime is taking a quick break in between series, but I wanted to take a minute to talk about our upcoming series. Now, we've been doing Storytime for over a year, and I'm pretty sure I've covered every single aspect of the game. We've talked about territory battles, territory wars, and strategies. We talked about character events in Journey Through the Journey Guide. We've talked about every single table in the game with our Hollow Table Hero series. And I wondered, what's next for story time? Well, I realized that while we covered all of these different aspects of the game and talked about the game in such an in-depth way, we've never actually talked about how to start a new account, how to play from scratch, strategies on what characters to farm, strategies on where to spend your resources. So in our new series, we're going to be doing just that. Starting next week, we're going to be kicking off starter strategies. We're going to be taking an in-depth look at how to start a new account, how to get on the right foot, and where to focus your energy, where to focus on those precious resources that you don't really have, especially in the beginning. Now, in this particular series, we're gonna be focusing on a GAC-centric account. So all of the characters that we're farming, the decisions we're making as far as when to farm what character and where, are really gonna be driving us towards having a successful grand arena. Now, some of you know that I've actually started an alt account myself called Little Llama, and that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm focusing on preparing myself for a good GAC-centered roster. And I'm doing it with the help of the new Bounty Honeys free-to-play farming guide, which I'll talk about and reference throughout the series. 
It was created by the famous Kate Gaming and myself, and we're really looking forward to being able to share it with all of you, both within Storytime and in its own dedicated video on YouTube. I'm really looking forward to this new series, and I hope just like all of the other series we've covered so far, it's going to go a long way with helping new folks and people who might want to just start over be really, really successful in the game. That's all for me. Tune in next week for our regularly scheduled Storytime with the Llama and the Escape Pod cast for kids. Hotbot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with additional features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Receiving incoming transmission. Receiving incoming transmission. Receiving incoming transmission. And welcome back to the show, everybody. Our guest for this week's incoming transmission is somebody we actually cover on GA Center. Paul, why don't you introduce our guest this week while I go get Yes, we do. We do cover this uh, this individual. They are in my league, uh, the Class AAA League of GA Center. Uh, they currently are rocking um i don't know how they did yesterday but i assume they won so i'll say a 17 and 5 record <laughs> and neil neil goes very to get rarely a get to wear my hat but somebody else is wearing a hat so i don't feel silly wearing my hat now all right um this individual is also one of the early streamers of the game they've been playing since the beginning. We'll talk to them more about that. They love cats. They love hats. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Fisk. Fisk, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on here. I appreciate the opportunity. So if you combined Neil and I right now, you take my beard and you take Neil's hat, all of a sudden <laughs> we have Fisk. Well, actually, I only have half of a beard today. It's kind of, it may be difficult to right. tell, but I actually have a monkey tail going on today. <laughs> so on the stream, uh, we, uh, the, the beard actually, I normally just have a goatee. Um, it doesn't, you can actually, if you look over here, uh, it doesn't actually even grow in very fat, very, very thick. So I generally don't uh, have the size. I normally shave that off. Um, but Kaiser Tiago 
asked me to grow a beard. He actually got some other people. I think he got Wolf as well. Uh, no, Wolf already had a beard. Someone else he had getting a beard as well. Um, but the part of the deal was that I was going to shave it all off uh, come middle of March. And, um, but I was, before I did that, I was going to have a monkey tail for a couple of days. So I was, I was thinking about getting rid of the monkey tail before I came on here, but I figured, you know what, we're just going to leave it for the day, but tomorrow it's all going to be gone. So Sunday during the stream, I'm going to have zero hair. Eyebrows only. Hmm. So you'll end up looking like, uh, looking like Neil. Uh, well, no, I'm going to have an, I'm all my top of the head hair is also going to be gone. <laughs> so I'm going to have no hair on my head except for eyebrows. Oh my gosh. Um, so let, let's talk about your account. How many accounts do you run? I have four. They, uh, three of them started in 2015. The one, the last one started about six months later in June, 2016. Okay. Let's talk about the main, mm-hmm. um, is the main free to play? No, it's not. It started free to play. It was free to play for about the first six months until I started reaching first in arena. And then I was, then I decided to start spending a little bit on that account. I have two other accounts that are essentially free to play, but they've, they've each spent $2. If you guys remember the magma trooper pack in the summer of 2016, I bought that $2 pack on each of those accounts, but they've spent nothing else. And then the, the last account has also spent. Okay. So Neil, is that a punch or is that a tear? It's a small punch, <laughs> but it's, uh, so is, is the, the one, the most recent one that's pure free to play. Is it? No, it's not. No. That one has actually spent the most. That one's all oh, that. All right. Okay. What I did with that one was I was like, okay, I learned all my mistakes. I'm going to start this next account with, you know, a rocket start. And I'm going to try to let that ride, you know, get, get a good start, get, get reaching top 10 in arena and let's see how that could, how that'll. Oh, you know, so you built that, built that one for, you built that one for, for, for squad arena, not for GAC. Oh yeah. All these were started in 2016, right? So, oh, so the most recent one was, all oh, right. Okay. So the alts, all, the, the, the alts were all in 2016, were they? Uh, well, to, November, 2015, the two relatively free to plays were in december of 2015 mm-hmm. and then the last one was june of 2016 mm-hmm. and where do these all weigh uh well the, the june 2016 one is my largest by a little bit so a little over seven million my original account is also over seven million and then the other two around six Wh- which one are we covering neil do you know his main you're covering the, the first one. Covering the, the first, first one, one is main okay. account. Yeah. So in this um, in in this building of an account, you, you said that you didn't want to make the same mistakes with the most recent one. What is your what's your biggest regret of the original account? Of the original account? Yeah, since apparently you, you 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 didn't want to make the same mistakes. Well, my, I'm talking about mistakes like early things, like by spending crystals on chromiums, stuff like that. Not using crystals to level, not using crystals to get energy to level faster. That's all. There's there's no huge mistakes other than just burning some crystals early that should have gone into better resources. So it was just a more, more, more resource. Sorry, more 
better resource management on the account that you started eight months after the original one, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And yeah. obviously, then I also could ignore farming things like ETH cough as, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so it was it was more an efficient, uh, more, more more about efficiency, really, efficient, more efficient use of uh, in-game crystal usage. Yeah. Yeah. That's the biggest yeah. thing. Yes, it's 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 not like uh, it, I, I know what you're thinking, Paul. It's it's not like a, a two year, a two or a three year gap between a main and an alt. Thinking, right? I know I do not need to farm these characters. I don't need these factions. I just need to farm for X, Y, and Z because obviously, with a three year gap, there are better factions now than there were three years ago, and you just wouldn't farm for them. I mean, there was a little bit of that, but yeah, right. It was mostly about resources. <laughs> What what are you thinking about Conquest so far? Conquest is very time consuming for four accounts. That's what I'm thinking the most. Yeah, no, I I've got four accounts. So I preach <laughs> preach. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, um, uh, it it is a very good mode. I think it's a win for CG, and they have not had a big win in a long time. And I think that ma majority of people are really enjoying it. It's something that can that can grow over time. They can add as new characters come out. They're going to start showing up in the battle in the battles that you're going to have to face. So it will evolve. We right now we have say I don't know, twelve teams or something like that with, with variations on, among them um, that we see all the time. <laughs> um, and uh, and as as time goes on and they start releasing more and more characters, we'll see those characters becoming bosses or becoming showing up in in there so I, I feel like it's a really good thing because people are going to enjoy the mode people are going to enjoy the rewards people uh they are, will get tired of it eventually just like territory battles people used to like territory battles i don't know if there's anyone who actually looks forward to territory battles these days i'm sure there's some people out there um but it's going to be busy work eventually but right now and the fact that it does have a, a very good future in terms of how it can evolve i think it's a good mode i think it's a really good mode yeah so um how uh, um just a follow on regarding uh, conquest because all of your accounts are relatively close to each other um uh, did you have more fun on certain accounts than on other accounts because I have four accounts and I had more fun on two of my accounts than the other two of uh, two accounts because of data cards uh did you find that I did not actually uh as far as data cards are concerned I got pretty much the same options. It took a little while to, to collect, collect all the same options. Um, but I got pretty much all the same options eventually on all the accounts. Um, it's just what they got first. Like, did they get the, the deployable yeah. cooling system, which I call the cooking system? Um, uh, did they get the, the, uh, the buff, you know, the getting turn meter or the, or the offensive buffs or defensive buffs things early? Uh, but ultimately... They kind of all, I, I kind of made the same choices on all of them. And I had the opportunity to pick up the cards on all of them for the most part. I think one of them uh, didn't get the, uh, when you get buffs, you get turn meter one for a really long time or something like that. Or what? Yeah, but no, the, the, like turn meter, the turn meter one. Yeah. For every buff you get, depending on what color it was, it was 2.5, 3.3 or 3.5. Yeah. So it was like white, that. green, blue, or... The, the purple one. never seen any of the purple ones um but i did have a couple of the blue ones which were great 3.5 turn meter for every buff i mean yeah. throw a really jedi good. team in there and oh, 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 so much fun so much fun with a jkr jedi team yeah but um i don't really feel like i had a much different experience 
Uh, and I don't really feel like uh, even my rosters made much of a difference either. The only thing was on the bigger accounts, I could lean on Galactic Legends a little bit more, which mm -hmm. I, I actually valued the efficiency of, of being able to use Galactic Legends versus using regular characters more often. So I guess I, it, contrary to pro what most people would probably expect, I probably had more fun on the bigger accounts just because I'm really just getting, the, getting in there to get it done. Mm -hmm. not no, not so much to play around with a whole bunch of different comps and stuff like that so i liked being able to complete it faster yeah no uh, for for me it was um um it, it was all about the data cards um not getting particularly good data cards onto account like seeing the same crappy data cards every single time it's like come on it's like i've got three deployables two turn meters and two green power, uh, you know, power ones, the 20% offense and 17% crit dam damage ones. So I had all of that on my main account. So I'm just flying through sectors two and three because I got all of that in sector one. I On my main account, I got, I hit data card gold <laughs> in sector one. <laughs> um, and on one of my other accounts, but on my two lower accounts, it was like, it was just crap. And it was a real struggle to get past the first boss. And then all of Sector 2 was a stress. It just, you know. But I, the better the data cards, the more fun I was having. Because it's like, oh, what can this data card do with this squad? And what can it do with this squad? And what can it, you know. And I just had more fun with different squads. Um, I think I got the short end of the stick myself. The <laughs> only purple I ever got was after I, uh, after I beat Sector 5. That was the only purple I saw. Yeah, and I even looked accounts, ahead each time. Two of my accounts got um, purples. Not the not the, the, the it was uh, massively overpowered, and there was an, uh, there was another one. Uh, each voice one got one, but two of my accounts are in your boat, Paul, where they don't have any purples yet. Actually, I still have to finish sector five on two accounts. Yeah, no, I still got to finish sector five on one of my. Accounts. I'm stuck on three of my two small accounts. I'm just, I just I can't get past that Revan because all I've got is Revans and. <laughs> um, and CLS, and I just can't get past that Revan. I've got close using CLS, Chupio, and Chewy, um, but because my Chupio is only gear eleven, it's I'm, he's definitely getting relic before the next uh, <laughs> before the next conquest because he gets he just gets chewed up and spat out. It's like ah, think you're going to beat me with a gear eleven, do you? Bang! And it's like God's sakes. <laughs> oh, and don't forget. The, the extra attacks. So it's not just bang, it's bang, 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 bang. Yeah, especially oh, when no. it's up against Phoenix. It's like, I'm going to hit you. I hit you again. I hit you again. I hit you again. I hit you again. Not dead yet. I hit you again. It's just <laughs> stopping me. Yeah, I don't know how Ezra works. I, I think his two attacks on his initial attack each have a 25% chance to proc another two attacks. Yeah, I, I, like I've, I've been flattened by him before and it's like, Son of a bitch. Because I'm fuming. I'm thinking to myself, thanks a lot. You just wasted 15 energy because now I have to go back in and do it again for three stars. Yep. So every yep. time one character gets knocked out, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, oh, it's 15 energy gone. Damn it. It's only okay when you're actually going for the feats at the same time yeah. because you yeah. might have to do it anyway. I, I didn't mind it when I was throwing my jar was in for the thermal detonators. It's like, yep. I know they're all going to die, but I don't care because I'm going to get 20 thermal detonators. Yep. So three battles later, I have my 50 thermal detonators because I did try the Zam Wessel one and they they just all got destroyed. <laughs> my Banyan has just got absolutely destroyed. They just got wrecked. 
Yeah, I was actually talking about that specific one on stream right at, right before we ended the stream. I actually really liked using Unmasked Kylo and Watt Tambor to put tank tech on him and then putting all the thermal detonator bounty hunters behind there. And they don't all have to survive the initial onslaught. But once once you start getting going, they can kind of keep throwing out their, their thermal detonators and, and uh, Unmasked Kylo can just just stun every turn. He doesn't have to do any damage. And Watt Tambor never does any damage. Mm -hmm. So and I, I actually really like that versus the Jawas. Jawas felt too RNG to me. Yeah, next time next time I uh the next time that they put that feat in Galactic Challenges, I will specifically look at somewhere on that sector and if I see uh, a Geos or a Mon Mothma team, I'm picking them specifically to just throw the Jawas against so it's only one battle to get all 50 thermal detonators. That's yeah. what I'm going to be looking for. Um uh, but obviously, you know, the next one they'll be changing it up, which I'm looking forward to because it's going to be completely different. They'll Plus use more factions. For most of us. They'll use more factions and they'll change up the feats. If they don't, so, it'd be stupid if they don't do it. So let's talk about your streaming life, Disc. Sure. You you were one of the original streamers. You you may not have started out streaming when the game came out, but you you have been referred to as one of the original streamers of Star Wars: Galaxy of Heroes. Um, in fact, I think you started about the same time as uh, Cubs and DB. I think I think those two came on the scene at the same time. Uh, probably well before Cubs. Um, he was he was doing videos, maybe Vi but... video. Yeah, that that's what that's what I mean. That they Cubs was doing oh, yeah, videos yeah. because his first video was Thrawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but uh, you know, you are one of the OGs. What? attracted you did you stream anything else before this or yeah, I, was, I actually streamed wow for a really long time okay um i was i was i i don't i haven't played wow for two expansions now i, I keep wanting to get back to it but at this point i probably won't missing two expansions but yeah i streamed wow for a really long time since firelands um which i i don't remember the date on that but i think it's something like 2014 or something like that um so it was it was natural once i started playing galaxy of heroes all the time which realistically i did once i picked up the game in in 2015 i pretty much i was playing it every day like uh we talked about all those accounts pretty much all of those accounts have been played literally every day uh one account missed like a month um one of those one of those 2015 accounts missed like a month but virtually every day since then uh and of course we now all play play them all every day we have to or you you're missing out on something <laughs> um uh but so it was it was a natural transition like it's like well you know what i'm i'm doing this already maybe there's going to be some interest maybe there'll be someone interested in um in seeing these things and and first when i first started out i was just doing events like i did thrawn that was the first thing i ever streamed galaxy of heroes wise uh it was the thrawn event the and and uh i don't know if i did the whole thing or if i just did like the six and seven stars i think i did the whole thing um, but that was the first thing I did. And then I, and I would do other big events as they came out. One of the, one of the most disappointing streams of that period of time was, I don't know if you remember when they first introduced the cargo ship, uh, heist event, like they gave us a preview of it. They're like, this is coming in like several days or something like that. And I thought this was like some big event. So I streamed it and it was done in like 12 minutes or yeah. something like that. Um, didn't take that long. It, it was not a big, it was not a big deal. 
but but those are the events that I did. And then uh, about two years ago, um, somewhere in the neighborhood, I don't remember the exact exact day, but I think it was sometime in early 2019, I started streaming pretty much every day. And at that time, I was doing it like four days a week or something like that. Now it's more like six. Uh, really quick, Geek Girl, thank you very much for the 500 bits. We appreciate that. Um, so you you obviously do Grand Arena. is and, and Neil loves the fact that you can do Grand Arena and believes that it's the future of the game. I'm, I'm not too far from him, but I still think that there can be in the future possibly a good PvE mode that can be streamed just as well. What do you prefer to stream? Um, I think, I, I mean, I think that right now, Grand Arena makes the most sense to stream. So I guess you could say that I prefer to stream that. But realistically, um, realistically, I'm not a huge fan of, and, and this is, a, this is, this is going to come out wrong. Um, but I play Grand Arena because I have to. I'm not a, I don't dislike Grand Arena. I think that one of the beauties of Grand Arena is that it, um, it's, it's, it's a, it has an appeal for everyone, whether you like competitive modes or you like PVE type things. I feel like there's a lot of, of value for everyone because realistically, it's a PVP mode of PVE encounters, right? So it, it, it works out pretty well. Um, but ultimately I get, I think it's the most, it's, it's certainly the most popular thing to stream. Um, and streaming something like territory battles is just the same all the time. So it ends up being very, very, uh, meticulous and, and just repetitive. Um, and I think that's what you're, what you're talking about, Paul, where, where, uh, grand arena is different. So th there's a reason to stream it. And you're looking for a PvP type of a mode that has that dynamic capability that Grand Arena does. And that's why Grand Arena tends to be the most popular thing to stream. And 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 in direct answer to your question, I do prefer to stream Grand Arena because you never know what's going to happen. In in territory battles, if you stream territory battles, which I traditionally don't do, uh yeah, you might only get three waves, or you might get four waves or whatever but ultimately it's it's the same thing as last month um so again in direct answer to your question grand arena is certainly the thing that i prefer to stream right now even conquest even though it is somewhat dynamic isn't isn't really the sort of thing that i think most people care about when they're tuning into a stream no it's it's the flavor of the month so you've got people streaming it because it's the flavor of the month exactly. you know what once 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 uh once everybody settles into because obviously they're only going to run it once a month so it's a two two week period every single month we're only going to get one conquest every single month right. just like we get one uh gac every month uh, i think once it's no longer the flavor of the month and people get back into the swing of it um it, it won't be streamed because people will kind of create a routine like you and i we, we've got four accounts so we have to micromanage our time so that we can spend an equal amount of time on each of the four accounts so that we can get them as far along and there's it's not like oh right i'm going to start now and finish now you know i'm going to do all of sector one because it's just not possible 
So some people might think, well, I've got a spare 30 minutes now. I'll just burn through all my energy. And then you wait for it to build back up again. Then you get, right, okay, tomorrow, oh, you open it up. Yeah, I can burn through my energy now. Grand Arena, you can schedule it. And that's why exactly. I think um, uh, Grand Arena is one of the most easily schedulable streams that a content creator can do for this game. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Now, Paul, am I right about you expecting there to be some sort of a PvE mode that sort of has that sort of same dynamic capability that you get from Grand Arena, not knowing what you're going to face, um, and also have, like Nev said, uh, the ability to sort of schedule it and have it in a defined period of time? I would like to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and you I think mean, that CG could come up with something like that? I think that they I think that they really could. I mean, you see a lot of people doing blitz mode. Conquest is close to it, but it's not it. Um, but you see blitz mode in Marvel Strike Force and people get lots of viewers from that. It would be a great thing for CG to put something out uh, in that fashion that people could stream in a PvE mode and show off a roster because then people would be like oh cool i can play as you know and maybe it'll be the reward for it i could play as hondo onaka i'm gonna play this uh, you know I, i'd love to play this game oh neat jedi knight luke he's wearing the he's he's wearing the black uh you know robes i, I really want to play as him um and would get more people interested in the game rather than just seeing the same meta teams versus meta teams you know who knows you might have a tuscan fanboy out there that you you're using your tuscan raider and they're going to start playing the game you know uh bringing up the two things you brought up there one i just want to have a very quick aside uh, marvel strike force actually just recently announced that they are going to have basically skins they call them costumes i think uh cg said they're most likely never going to do that. I still think that that's a mistake. I think that CG should have skins in this game. I know they have, they're worried about the resources and stuff like that, but that is such a good moneymaker that does not affect power at all. I really do think that CG should at some point consider that. But the second thing you just mentioned about uh, different comps, and that's really the, that's really the, 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 the uh, Grand Arena's highest feature, I think. The fact that Many of the content creators, not so much me, but many of the content creators, well, you still, I guess you still see it depends on your perspective. Uh, a lot of the content creators are coming up with these really unique or finding these really unique and popularizing uh, these counters that are just amazing. Like sometimes you just, just be completely amazed by being able to take out Darth Revan with whatever you can. And I do think that that's one of the, the best things about Gal or Grand Arena, which I think is something that you would really want to see in this PVE mode that you would like CG to come out with. Very much so. Um, we are getting close to the top of the hour here. Um, what do you have coming up? Um, are you going to be streaming again tonight? I will have a later stream tonight. We still have one more Grand Arena to do tonight. To do tonight. Uh, that will be in about three hours. Um, and then... Uh, Today is Friday, so there's no stream tomorrow. Actually, we're going to be that means we're going to be doing two Grand Arenas tonight. The other two Grand Arenas that I still have to do, I did two earlier today, and I need to do two tonight. Normally, I would stream one right before the close of the attack period, uh, but I don't stream on Saturdays, and I'm certainly not going to be streaming tomorrow since I have some other plans. But um, 
if this was any other uh, any other day other than the Friday Saturday combo, I would also have a stream tomorrow, which has last minute Grand Arena as I call it. Hmm. And then we'll the next stream will be Sunday. So how do people, uh, you know, if if they haven't clicked down below and they just like to listen, um, or they don't pay attention to chat and they're just listening, how do people find you? Well, it's uh, Twitch. I mean, Twitch is where my bread and butter is. I don't really have a YouTube presence. I don't even do Twitter or anything. So it's just twitch.tv slash thisk, T-H-Y-S-K. And that's where I am. Six days a week. All right. Any final questions, thoughts, concerns, Neil? <clears throat> See that? Oh. Star Wars trivia. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to hit this sometime because um, obviously the Pictopia is fun, but I've done them all because we've both got the same Pictopia. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Pictopia is actually almost done. This is, this is the number of cards left. Oh, so you've not got um, that many left. That's all right, nope, then. Nope, we're almost done. And then we're going to be moving on to either... I actually do have Trivial Pursuit, um, I think, which I believe is what you were showing there. Yeah, no, um, I've got the Saga Edition. So it's uh, one to six. I don't know which one I have. I actually don't even know where it is right now. <laughs> but I also have some other things as well. I have a book that we've gone through before, which we might revisit, which has some really difficult questions. The nice thing is, once we get done with the Pictopia, the questions will get much more difficult, which I think is going to be a benefit oh god yeah no i need to get i need to dig the dvd out because it's dvd as well so there's going to be a boatload of questions on that so uh <laughs> i'm hoping i can rip all of the images i'm hoping i can just rip all of the images from the disc like data mine the disc <laughs> so i don't have to play the dvd yeah <laughs> i hear you all right well guys um if you are a video watcher uh the animated correctly animated version of Helly and the Noob is coming up in just a moment. Uh, but when we return, Patreons, get your questions in because it will be Patreon's choice on the bridge coming up in just a moment. Thanks for sticking around. Thisk, thank you for coming on. Appreciate you. Oh, thank you. And Young Lando says goodbye. All right. Stick, stick around. We'll be right back on the Escape Podcast. The Escape Pod cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. Hotbot and Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or territory wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Does your guild want to tap into their full potential in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? Yeah! 
For as low as $1 a month per guild member, your guild can unleash the power of the game in ways you never thought possible. Track your arena movements, guild progression, and much, much more. Contact Shitty Bill and get one of his shitty bots on your server today. Just look for him on our Discord server and tag or message him for more information. The link for our server is below in the description. Shitty bots, don't let the name fool you. Podawans, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena tracking bot, after show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind the scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P A T R E O N dot com slash the escape pod and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to the Escape Podcast. And now time for something completely shameless. Noob. Um, hello? I can hear you. But I, but, I, but I don't see you. Noob. Huh? Is that? Your voice. I hear? Noobie. You know? At this point. We've turned the beginning dialogue of every episode. Into a meme. Where could that droid be? Paul? I mean... Your ships. Gargohold, where are you hiding? I'm not hiding, Noobie. I'm using the intercom. Your voice, on the other hand, is very muffled. I can barely hear you. Could you make sure the microphone isn't covered by anything? Done. Can you hear me? Better now? Much better. Now, what exactly are you doing in the cargo hold? You arrived almost a full 20 minutes ago, and you still haven't made your way up to the cockpit. Last communication we had, while you were piloting the space frogger, you said you'd meet us in the cockpit after docking. You were going on and on and on about TC-14 blasting heli, and the swallow being lost, and no longer knowing your purpose, and something about a Spartan cover-up and- Paul? I am- Not coming. Up to the cockpit. Oh, come on, newbie. Don't be like that. Neil and I were just messing with you when we asked if your Spartan conspiracy theory had anything to do with Sadziki sauce being added to Euros. We were just messing with you. Come on, droid. Paul? That's not... Why I can't meet you in the cockpit. Oh. Okay. Well, then, do you mind telling us exactly why you won't join us? Because... I'm stuck. In here. I couldn't head to the cockpit even if I wanted to. Look, newbie, I know the cargo hold's a bit of a mess right now. I've been meaning to get it organized, but it isn't that bad. Just walk up to the circular hallway, try not stepping on anything fragile, enter the hallway, hang a right down the second corridor. I mean, you don't need directions, do you? It's not that big of a ship. And you've been here before. Did Ellie try fitting you with another restraining bolt? Paul, I... Don't need... Directions. I know how to get to the cockpit. Just fine. Then, what's the problem this time, noob? I may have sort of accidentally, and totally not on purpose, lodged the space frogger into your cargo hold. I think she's stuck. And now she won't budge. 
Unless I open the airlock and just let the vacuum of space sucker out in the void. Maybe I should try that. How the hell did you get the entire space hopper jammed into our cargo hold? Paul, I am a droid with a penchant for calamity. Do you honestly need a full explanation on how I accomplished this? No, no, I don't. I didn't think so. You know, between your uncanny ability to cause mayhem and your comically calamitous nature and Helly's constant tinkering with your circuitry and his refusal to give you periodic memory wipes, I think we're going to have to insist you download that new PKOS update. Paul? Huh? What are you talking about? What OS update? <laughs> you didn't get the emergency alert message notifications? Neil and I both got multiple pings via email, text, even voicemail. It was sent out three weeks ago by the Imperial government. And we both aren't PK series droids, and we don't even carry any on board our ship. Well, until now, I guess. You know, come to think of it, everyone in the galaxy got notified. How come you didn't? I have those notifications turned off. Hornimix always said those messages were an annoying waste of time and caused nothing but trouble. Yeah, well, Helly isn't exactly what we would call a good galactic citizen, is he? Paul? Yes, newbie? Please. Don't. You. Ever. Speak ill of Hornimix. He was my friend and I don't care what they say about him. He had very good reasons for not trusting authority. Yeah, well, this isn't Helly's ship. And he isn't here to help us weasel our way out of a space ticket if we get caught by the space cops with an unauthorized operating system running on a droid in our possession. And, unlike Heli's ship, we aren't always broadcasting sensor jammers and cloaking fields. The last thing we need is to have some part of the monolith decide that this ship needs to be shut down. Too many people depend on us, newbie. We cannot afford to be canceled. But I don't want to. Perform the update. I'm not telling you that you have to, newbie. I'm saying that if you want to hang out on the fulcrum long term, then you absolutely must do it. I'm just not in the position to allow you to jeopardize the safety of my crew, my ship, but, the listeners and viewers of the show, but, our llama, but, the Jawa, but, that pygmy wookie guy we once had on, but, any aristocratic Ewoks that might stop by, but, Christie's artwork, but, my sci-fi memorabilia collection, but, the garbage disposal, but, no buts about it, mister. Plug into that terminal right in front of you, right next to the microphone, and space Google the phrase PK series update number... T C four eight two three nine six. No. <laughs> uh, you're acting like Helly more and more every time we speak, newbie. Just, just wait there a couple seconds. Let me see if Neil could talk some sense into you. Hello, droid. How's your servo spinning, mate? Nah, well, Neil. Your co-host, Paul, wants me to download and execute a mandatory operating system update sent out by the galactic government. And I really... Don't. Want. To. Do, do, do this. I guess you're gonna tell me I have to as well, huh? No. Wait. What? I'm confused. Uh, I'm a voluntarist noob. I believe all interactions between people should be voluntary. But Paul said if I don't download and execute the update, then... I cannot... Stay aboard the fulcrum. Right. Wait. What? 
I'm even more confused now. Listen, Nova. Part of being an independent, sentient being is making decisions yourself. And then living with the consequences of those decisions. As a voluntarist, I believe that all interactions should be voluntary. So there should be a choice. Uh, I don't believe in compelling you nor anyone else to do anything you don't want to do. But at the same time, if you don't want to be aboard Paul's ship, Paul says that droids on his ship must have fully updated operating systems, then you got to choose. Either A, comply with Paul's request, or B, leave the premises. There won't be any hard feelings. It doesn't mean you aren't our friend, nor that we don't absolutely adore you. But if Paul said your operating system must be fully updated in order to stay aboard, then you have a choice to make. As with most things in the universe, noob, the choice is ultimately yours. But your choice will have some ramifications. you got to choose the path you want to follow. I understand, Neil. Great. Now, uh, I'm going to get back to analysing the latest GAC matchups for that other wonderful swagger show, a GA Centre. Ta-ta for now, my mechanical friend. Goodbye, Neil. I guess I don't really have a choice, do, do, do I? Wait. Why, why am I talking to myself? Maybe I should do this update. Droids don't talk to themselves. But Lennox used to talk to himself all the time. And he wasn't all that bad for a... Bipedal, hairless, ape creature. I know. I'll save a backup of my entire system. Operating system, image files, system protocols, pointless sci-fi trivia, everything, and store it here. This way, if something goes wrong, I have a backup I can restore myself to. Well, here goes... Nothing. System reboot finalized. All operating systems now fully updated. New mission parameters enabled. Primary mission objective. Seek and destroy the salty Spartan. Hellenics must be cancelled. Heli no bueno. All hail the monolith. All hail TC-14. And we're back, ladies and gents. Oh, there was a notification that had flashed up there. I think that was the uh, raid. Yes. From Fruit Ninja Mike, wasn't it? That was the raid from Fruit Ninja Mike. 14 people joining the show in the last segment. Thank you very much. Also, great job on the redo, Hellenics, um, and the animations on that. This uh, month's episode of Helly and the Noob is amazing. And uh, some great voice acting there, I, don't you say yourself, Neil? Mm -hmm, absolutely. Yeah. So, all right. Let's, uh, um, once again, thank you, Thisk, for uh, stopping by. That was a great interview. Um, and thank you to all the, all the new followers. Hell's Damned also followed us um, a moment ago. We are at 9.57. 43 more to go to 1,000 in the next 24 hours. For your birthday. Yes, must be. Must be before my birthday ends tomorrow. So, all right. <laughs> this graded uh, FNM before 
he uh he rated us so that's <laughs> that's how it goes that's amazing all right so um let, let's talk about what we have coming up here and then we'll get to patreon's choice okay, okay. so tomorrow uh we did the creator cup with vasari games vasari and i vasari's since gone over to facebook gaming but um here on twitch i'm here after i get off work tomorrow i am going to simulcast with vasari vasari will be on his channel on facebook i will be here uh we are going to be doing call of duty zombies because we love the zombie mode but um the main event i'm just the warm-up on the channel because the main event is going to be your birthday stream and you are not going to be playing lemmings no 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 i'm gonna get uh, hopefully hopefully i'm gonna get drunk and play some super mario kart so drunk drunk mario kart drunk driving. mario kart basically it's it, it'll be it'll be the easiest game for me to load up on steam using retroarch so i'm just gonna load up retroarch see what i've got and um yeah it's gonna be something using steam playing retroarch so but yeah so some super mario kart, old school super mario kart super nintendo super mario kart not the nintendo 64 um it's going to be uh you know og super mario kart see if see, see if i've still got the skills i want to see if i've still got the skills well to, uh, tomorrow to you're going to be doing that as i head out and i want to preemptively thank one of our patreons who um is visiting uh here in houston um i'll be taking one of our patreons uh d who's also on the patreon leaderboard of ga center I'll be taking them to my favorite wing restaurant. So we'll be doing that. Uh, and I will join. I may join you during your stream that evening. If we can get the game to match up, we will absolutely have to face off in the balloon battle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can. We, we'll have to give it a try sometime. Definitely. All right. Let's get on to uh, Patreon's choice. Um. Geek Girl always has some good questions for us. Geek Girl asks, if you had a chance to write a book or comic book for a fandom that you love, what would it be? Um, I, I, <laughs> I actually, I, I wrote a, um, um, oh, what's the, I, I, I wrote out a basic, um, plot line for, uh, an, I, I did write a plot for an episode of Star Wars. I emailed it to myself because it was my fan theory of, of where the movie was going to go, and then it didn't go anywhere near it. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, You'd like to write a Star Wars book? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd very much like Even, to write. I'd, I'd like to do some Star Wars fan fiction. If you did it, I have I have a kind of a, a lead off on that. If you did that, would you, if it was offered to you, would you be willing to make sure that you wrote within new canon? No. All right. <laughs> Simple answer. All right. Uh, for me, it would be the Fallout It's in this franchise. era, but it, it, it takes from the old canon. Um, 
it, it, my my answer would be the Fallout franchise. I would love to see and help on a Fallout comic book. Mm-hmm. And I would want it to be basically a group trying to take down the Brotherhood of Steel. I think that would be great. So, uh, but uh, my second answer would be, as Hellenics says in chat, I would write a Hellion noob comic book as well. All right. If you could take a popular hero and make them into an anti-hero or villain, who would it be? Um, probably. No, he's already here. Um, for for me, I'd probably take Batman. Actually, I think Batman Batman would make a good villain. Well, they have done that. Mm, yeah, they they have done that. I would like to see, and they're saying popular hero. They didn't have. They didn't say literature. I would like to see a true villainous Commander Shepard for Mass Effect. Okay, I don't know the character, so I have no frame of reference. I've never played that game before, so I, well, I don't know I, any I've of the characters Commander in the game. Shepard, <laughs> and this is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. Mass Effect fans will get that joke. Uh, what about the other way? Take a villain and turn them into a hero. Instant answer from me, Two-Face. Make him an anti-hero slash hero. Okay. Um... <laughs> Yoda. Make Yoda. <laughs> make Yoda. A, make Yoda a, um, a Sith. No, 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 no. This is the other yeah. way. Take a villain and turn them into a good guy. Oh, right. A villain into a good guy. Okay. Um, a villain into a good guy. Um, hmm. That's an interesting one, that. Oh, I can't think of one off the top of my head that wouldn't... That, that isn't just, like, boring and dull and cliche. Um... <laughs> Well, you think about Although that. saying I mean, that, they did do they did the the Star Wars Infinites did do Vader, um, but it was really weird seeing him in white instead of black. That was just freaky. Uh, you know, white leather just yeah, it just does not look good on Darth Vader. <laughs> Sorry, Anakin Skywalker. Um, yeah, Anakin Skywalker in white leather didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. It was not fun to see him go to the light side at the end of the comic book but why they had to draw him in white leather was just it's like you could have picked a more you know pastel color you know if blue or, or something yeah so there you go vader next All question right. what's your favorite non-super popular sci-fi slash fantasy show uh probably red dwarf I was gonna say, I was gonna guess you were gonna say Red Dwarf because it's a very very cult you know it's got a cult following it doesn't have like millions and millions of people following and watching it all over the world it's a very very niche yeah so definitely that would it be wrong for me to say bring back Star Trek Enterprise with with uh, Captain Archer I um... liked Enterprise. Yeah, no, no, no. It was all right. Uh, Enterprise was one of those ones that was... It was very slow to get going. 
Um, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of season one. Um, but then again, I wasn't the biggest fan of season one of Parks and Rec. I mean, season one of Parks and Rec, you can just, just take it out. Just Everybody that I recommend Parks and Rec to us, like, don't start on season one. It's crap. Just go straight to season two. Um, I suppose you could do a similar thing. You could probably do that with... Um, you could probably do that and get the season one recap before you started season two. Because, yeah, I, I, I didn't like season one of Enterprise at all. But by the time it got to the fourth season, and it was getting towards the end of the fourth season, I was like, I cannot believe Kurtzman is going to... Yeah, just, just, which, is why you, you, which is why Alex Kurtzman should not be in charge of Star Trek. And thank God he isn't right now. All right. Uh, and our last question here for the night. Dickie Darkside asks, you can have a sequel to Solo or a sequel to Basketball? Which one would Basketball. it be? Basketball. <laughs> Even though I would love to see Crimson Dawn Mall more in live action. Yeah. Basketball. Yeah, I would rather, I would rather, I would rather have something that I'm supposed to laugh at. Than something I'm not supposed to laugh at. So uh, yeah, I, I just don't. I, I I don't know if there's anybody I would trust to do um, a solo sequel. I really, really don't. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, nah, Just no. Just no. They didn't bother with the, they didn't bother with source material for the first one. So I have no reason to believe that a, a director or a writer would use source material for a sequel. It would just be a continuation of that and that you know ron howard's a great director but yeah that was one of his misses everybody has hits and misses and that was one of his misses <laughs> okay next uh no that uh that is it all right oh cool that is it i am now taking a look here seeing um i know exactly what i'm gonna do uh, Brick Hardmeat of Galaxy of Beeros is currently uh, doing his uh, doing his GAC. So we're going to go right into him as mm -hmm. soon as we push the button here. Um, but anything else other than, you know, me asking people to stop out and say hi to you tomorrow for your birthday, is there anything else you want to say, Neil? No, I'm good. Just tip your waiters. All right. With that, guys, thank you so much for stopping by. If you're a Patreon, we'll see you in the after show. If you're not, become a Patreon. See some wonderful stuff behind the scenes, especially um, some extended universe Helly and the Noob Patreon exclusives. And make sure you tune into GA Center. Um, this one will be Wednesday night, Wednesday, right? yeah, end of the month, so it's Wednesday. So the end of the month, tune into GA Center this coming week. And uh, enjoy Neil along with Ranger from Reality Skewed Gamers. We would love to see you guys out live for that. That being said, be nice to each other, damn it. We'll see you next time right here on the Escape Pod cast. Neil, yep. push the button. You got it. Ta-ta, folks. What's going on? Where the hell are we? Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods! Close down the circuits! Evacuate the zoo! Self-destruct vector has been activated! Abandon ship!
and will self-destruct in exactly 10 seconds. Counting down. 10, 9, 8, 6. 6? What happened to 7? Just kidding. 3, 2, 1. Have a nice day. Thank you. Friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. The Escape Podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears. Sit, Boo Boo, sit. Good dog. (laughs) 